1: Hello, everyone. You are listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. I am Jordan Hall, and I am pumped to be joined by the Flyers pre- and post-game live host and the birthday girl, Ashlyn Sullivan. We are live at Rivers Casino, Philadelphia. And Ashlyn, happy birthday. How are you you.
0: doing? Where else would I want to spend it with you guys here at Rivers Casino?
1: That's right. Talking Flyers. That's the best way to celebrate the birthday, in my (laughs) opinion. Ashlyn, thank you so much for joining us on the it. birthday. Uh, the Flyers have lost three straight. They have six games left in this in this season. But some big news came out over the weekend. A big, a big storyline I think everyone was following was is Sean Couturier going to see some games this year? And the Flyers decided he is not. He is not going to play uh, after this recovery from a second back surgery. Apparently, he was cleared and he's good to go. Uh, but they want to hold him out. They don't want to run the risk. What did you think about that? He was not thrilled with the decision, um, but he's accepting it. How how did you feel about it?
0: I don't think he should be thrilled because I think for him, it's incredibly disappointing because this was a goal he was working towards all year long, and he was so public about the goal was to get back and contribute this year. But I very much understand the Flyers' side of this. The risk is way higher than the reward. There's six games left, and they're out of it. For Sean Couturier to go play two games and God forbid something happens – Right now he can focus on another full summer, a full off season of work. And now you feel pretty good about training camp and where he's at. I totally get John Torrella's side of this. I just, I felt like it wasn't worth it. I get he wants to play and and you'd like to see him play. We're all waiting for it. We're waiting for it to happen. But I guess we're just going to have to wait a little longer and wait towards training camp. But I just, I never felt like it was worth it.
1: No, that's very fair. Uh, Especially given what the Flowers went through last year with Mm -hmm. injuries and really, uh, you know, and a bad image was kind of painted on the Flyers because of the injury problems last year, guys coming back, getting re-injured, um, timelines not matching up with, you know, what they said earlier mm-hmm. on with the injury. So that that was a major concern. And I, I think the Flyers s- are still feeling that. And they're thinking, Sean Gattori is an important player. If he comes back and gets hurt in one of these mm-hmm. meaningless games, I mean, it would just be an awful look. I think an awful look on the team. I, so I think it's one, they're looking out for themselves a little bit. And I, two, I think it's mostly they're looking out for Sean Couturier and just thinking why. But I understand his frustration. I, mm-hmm. I mean, he worked so hard to, to, to get to where he is now. He's finally feeling good. I can only imagine the frustration after the first surgery when your back's not feeling right and you're feeling pain and you're like, what the heck's going on? Mm-hmm. You have to go through a second surgery. The plan was for him to be able to come back and play. He, get, he finally gets to that point and they say, you know, and I think the biggest thing is he just wanted to shake off rust and mm-hmm. maybe feel like he played a game again going into the offseason. Now he's got to wait, I think, almost 22 months before you know he'll play a game again in terms of from when he initially got hurt to come October next year or this year next season. Right. Um, so I think it's a tough spot. I, I felt like Sean Couturier deserved to get a game. That was just I, I just felt like it would have been beneficial because Ashland last season, Kevin Hayes went through something similar where he was dealing with a ton of core muscle problems and he came back in March and after they finally got it figured out and everyone was like, why just shut him down. He came back was one of their best players. And I think he, he built on that confidence. Do you think that could have been something Sean Couturier could have uh, a path he could have utilized?
0: I think the only plus of him coming back was for his personal growth and game. I think it would have been unrealistic to think he could contribute highly to the team because, of course, the speed of the game, especially right now in a playoff push when you're facing teams that are pushing for the playoffs, I think there'd be a learning curve. I think there'd be a gap where he would have to get back. I don't know how much he would contribute at this point, but for him, of course, of course, you want to get back. And of course, he wants to prove to himself, hey, I still got it and I'm not missing a beat. That's the only thing I feel like is the loss in this situation is for his own personal confidence. But with the player we're talking about, he's going to get that in training camp. I mean, this is a guy that's now going to be roaring back, coming in, and you hope for for that point that he still has the fire he has right now. And and I feel like they had to be careful, and this was kind of one of the first scenarios for torts, where he had the chance to kind of rewrite the script here, not rush him back. Be careful how the image of the Flyers is represented. For Torts, I think this was a move in the right direction. Like, we're not going to mess this up. We're going to handle this the correct way, even if it means players are upset with me. He doesn't care about that. He's going to show that many times this season. I think this is one of the first examples where Torts is able to put his foot down and say, like, this is the way I'm going to run this team. And this is the way I want the Flyers to be represented. And I want to be cautious
1: here. It's a great point. Yeah, there was a lot of buzz about maybe players having a little too much say in Mm -hmm. terms of coming back early because they're hockey players are hockey players. Of course like, they want to come back. They're going to come yeah. back when maybe they're a little dinged up or maybe they're still feeling a lingering effect and they, they're just going to say, Hey, I'm good. And, uh, that was, you know, that was a rumor that maybe the players had a little too much say. And Tortorella is probably saying, no, that's no longer the case here. And he, he, was pretty, he even smiled when he talked about Couturier being pretty ticked off about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tortorella liked that. He said that that told me a lot about his competitiveness and why he is the player he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think in the big picture, the the biggest thing was getting Sean Couturier for next season and making sure he's healthy. I think the Flyers are trying to to make certain of that.
0: Yeah. And everything's towards next season right yeah. now. And, and there is no reason to risk anything. Even we were talking about it on the last podcast with Carter Hart. There's no reason to rush him back right now, and we don't know the significance of the lower body injury. But he hasn't played in a couple of games. I know he's on the road trip. Maybe he gets a game here. I'm fine with seeing, seeing Felix Sandstrom and Sam Harrison the rest of the year. We've seen what Carter Hart can do. We know what he is. Yeah. If if it's, there's even a thought that this could be a worse injury, don't play him.
1: Yeah, don't just you have to balance the risk with right. what the the meaningfulness of these games. It's just not there. Um, right. And I think that's what the Flyers are doing here. You're seeing them try a couple different things, putting a young player here or there. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not going to risk it with some of their, you know, any of the players, but especially a guy like Sean Cattoria, who's very much the face of the franchise.
0: Yeah, there's been so much shakeups the past couple of weeks. Now is the time to try something something new, like the John Tortorella going up and coming (laughs) back down. Why not try it? It, I'm fine with it. Let's try things out. Let's trial and error and, and make a list of pros and cons for next season of what worked and what didn't work.
1: Very much. Flyers Talk is brought to you by Great Railing. Stop into Great Railing for the highest quality and lowest prices on all your railing, decking, and fencing needs. Another big storyline, Ashlyn, is Morgan Frost, looking Mm -hmm. like he's potentially solidifying his spot for the future. Uh, A couple of two-goal games. uh, He has, I believe, six points in his last four games, four of them goals. Um, Just looking like he's really trying to show – He wants to be a part of this moving forward. It's very possible that John Tortorella was debating that Mm -hmm. over the course of this season. Do you feel like he's starting to change the mind of John Tortorella?
0: Big time. I think he is the biggest plus from the month of March. And this is a guy we challenged a lot of guys on the roster. And we were just talking about it. Is is who's going to work themselves out of the gray area. He was absolutely in the gray area and he should be for, for the play of this past year, but credit to him to really take advantage of this past month proved his coaching staff. He belongs here. We now see the potential and and that's where I hope he stays consistent because you know, Taurus is going to say, well, I saw it. And if it goes away, where'd it go? But the team's leading goal scorers since new year's and, I think it's awesome that he kind of took this upon himself to have a great end of the year where they're out of it, you know, and you talked about pride a couple of months ago. This is a guy who was prideful that he wanted to show he belonged here.
1: Absolutely. And uh, I think with Frost, the the, the thing that really caught my eye is he has gotten better Mm -hmm. and he's gained confidence. He like, he didn't taper off. I think sometimes you might see that from a young player when they're kind of like, this is really his first full crack at, the NHL first full season for a number of young players on this team, and you were wondering if you know some of them would maybe taper off. Frost hasn't; he's actually gotten better. He looks even more comfortable at this level. Mm-hmm. Bradshaw, the other day, the associate head coach was saying that um, it's looking like Frost is finding out how to be successful night in, and night out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so consistency has been huge for him. I really think Tortorella wasn't totally sure about him. I think Danny Briere really likes him. Mm-hmm. Danny Briere's worked with Morgan. He's similar his from his playing days. He's very similar to Morgan Frost, smaller guy, mm-hmm. that uh, first round pick didn't figure it out right away. Uh, so, but I think Danny Briere really likes him. And I think he's starting to win over Tortorella. And I think that's one player Danny's going to be in John Tortorella's ear about. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, let's let's be patient with this kid. We like him. Let's make sure he's here for the future. Um Where do you think he potentially could fit next year, Ashland? A lot could change with this roster, but Mm -hmm. do you see him maybe as like a second line center?
0: I do. And I think more so, I think he's the guy you kind of want to build your team around. I know when we talk with Al and Scott on pre and post game, they're always so impressed how he's a guy that kind of leaves his ego at the door. And he's so coachable and he's so humble. And when you hear him speak, he talks about what John Torella talks about, of how he wants his game to improve. I really like that about him of how he easily could have been in the tank that he wasn't progressing the way we all wanted him to this year and he used it as motivation. And, and every time you talk to him, there's still teachable moments. And I just think he's such a coachable guy. He's very humble and he just seems like a guy you would want to build your locker room around.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Very mature. It seems like he's always highlighting something. Maybe he didn't do well after yeah. a game, even on games where he's put up a couple goals and points where He could easily boast about himself exactly. and he doesn't take the opportunity. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Frost uh, has really gained a ton of confidence and has been one of the bigger bright spots, as you mentioned. Ashland leading the team in scoring since the new year, mm-hmm. uh, which says a lot. Um, so with Frost, I, I think uh, he's definitely putting himself into the picture here uh, moving forward. Catch all the sports action and more at Rivers Casino Philadelphia. Whether it's the money line or the pass line, there's something for everyone, including a great sports book. Rivers Casino Philadelphia. Philly loves a winner gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. So Ashton, we have talked a ton about players with something to prove uh, over these final stretch of games, who can, you know, win a spot, who can um, try to win a job next year, six games left. If there's a player with the most to prove in your eyes, who might it be?
0: Oh, it's, it's hard because I feel like with these remaining six games, even if a, particular player goes in his lights out for these remaining six games I still feel like it's not enough time to to prove it in John Tortorella's eyes I think he has his mind made up of who he wants here who he doesn't want here every time we talk to me talks about the subtraction it is looming around everyone I think his mind is made up so I think for someone like a a Kevin Hayes or a JVR I don't even put them in this picture because I think it's pretty clear with their age that this just this isn't the future for them with this franchise especially how Torts and Danny Breer are harping on young guys coming in here. So what comes to mind is definitely a Wade Allison. I still think there's so many question marks around him. Torts called him out, said he's always hurt. He hasn't seen enough from him. Even if he goes out and lights up these final six games, I still think the picture of Wade Allison is he's not available enough. And when he is, there's plays where it's like, what's going on? So I, he, one, is highlighted to me. Joel Faraby, credit to him. I think he's kind of played his way out of the, the question marks. Travis Sandheim, still a lot of question marks. And I don't know what you do about that contract situation. I think if the contract was out of the picture, he would be by far my most major question mark. But I feel like his, his contract makes it where you can't really put him in that category.
1: Yeah, just starting an eight-year deal next year. Yeah. I mean, they very much committed to him. Mm-hmm. And and it and it sounds like the Flyers really want to stick with Travis Sanheim. I, I the other day said we're gonna we're determined to get this turned around. We don't know when it will happen, but we think we can get it turned around with Travis Sanheim. So I believe him and Brad Shaw just think so much of him mm-hmm. and his ability. Can they get it right day in and day out? I think will be the challenge. But that's a great one. And Wade Allison too. I just think he's very much like on the fringe. Oh, like gosh. yeah. I think Tortorella sees it from time to time, but he thinks one. He's always her as we heard him say a number of times and two, he's just not consistent enough, but boy, the talent is there. And I think the makeup's there for him to be like a, a really positive bottom six player mm-hmm. when you, when he's going, right. You see it. Right. Right. Um, Who do you think? Yeah. I, I'm going to say, uh, well, one credit to Morgan Frost. Uh, if you told me he was going to finish with 40 plus points this year and close to 20 goals, I think I would have thought that'd be a major victory for the Flyers mm-hmm. and that's actually where he is. So he has proved a ton. Uh, you mentioned Kevin Hayes. That's kind of my guy is Kevin Hayes. I don't know where he fits next season if he does. I think there's that's a major question. I'm not sure John Tortorella believes he's a part of this moving forward. I just I just don't think he does. I don't think it's because they dislike each other. I know they've had their moments where they've butted heads a little bit. But I, I, I think Tortorella just believes he's not a part of this possibly moving forward with the age and the the desire to get younger uh, and potentially obviously with his game. I, I don't know if Tortorello really b- believes he's, uh, you know, a 200 foot type of center. Yeah. But Kevin Hayes is only, I think four points. He's got 53 points. His career high is 55. So he's three away from setting a new career high. And I think that would do a ton for his overall resume of, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the Flyers want to move on from him and try to trade him in the offseason, you could say, Hey, this guy has a career high in scoring. Uh, he's a soon-to-be 31-year-old center, six foot five. a lot to like here. Or the Flyers could say, hey, we, we we feel maybe he is a part of this moving forward um, because of his, what we saw production-wise, because of the way he is as a leader within the, the locker room. So I think Kevin Hayes has a lot to prove. He has not scored a goal in 22 straight games, uh, and he's now getting very close to setting a career high. We all thought he was going to blow past his career high in points. He has not. Uh, but still has a chance to grab it get off the schnei with the goal scoring yeah. 22 games is a long time for him uh so i think he has a ton to prove to the flyers and also potentially teams that could be interested in in the offseason. season
0: yes that's a good one it's uh, a lot of question marks still with six games remaining
1: yeah a time with kevin hayes uh because as we mentioned if if guys aren't playing to stay here they're playing to go elsewhere oh, yeah. so yeah their
0: best interest for sure yeah
1: so for me it's kevin hayes just because it, you know he could be trying to impress other teams mm-hmm. um and for the Flyers, again, either they'll they'll know more about Kevin Hayes or they'll have a better picture of where he is in terms of trying to move him. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if he's a part of the future. Uh, any other guys, Ashton, that you can think of that maybe could show Tortorella something? But I'm with you. I think his mind is made up. It sounded <laughs> like, I mean, how many times have we heard him say he's drawing up rosters for next year? Right. And he already has guys that are probably not a part of it guys that are are
0: some guys that are already in Sharpie yeah Yeah. (laughs) you don't want to be the guy in pencil no exactly
1: um yeah I'm trying to think if there's anyone else Kevin Hayes is obviously a guy that's older that I think has something to prove
0: JVR is yeah
1: JVR I think is a guy that's probably going to move on and sign elsewhere um Sanheim's such a good one
0: it's so it's so confusing it's so complex and the contract makes it even more challenging yeah I I'm thankful that we don't get paid the big bucks to make those decisions. Cause I don't know <laughs> exactly. how, you, I don't know how you hash that out. I don't know what the solution is there. And I don't think right now towards or Danny Brayer do as well.
1: No, I agree. And it's, it blows my mind because St. was probably one of the team's best players last year mm-hmm. and his numbers are better last year, even like from a goal prevention standpoint and from a production standpoint. And that was on a team that was really bad. And then this year, the flyers kind of stabilized a little bit. They have a coach that, you know, Help them get back to preventing goals at a better clip. Um, they're producing offense a little bit more. And Sanheim, for some reason, took a step back. It was yeah. just, it's odd. And he's
0: admittedly the confidence. Yeah. You know, every time you talk to him, he, when when we saw some progression, I know my, my confidence is getting back. Okay, well, now it's back down. And it's, you can't help but ask with this eight-year extension, well, when is it going to be where it needs to be? And is it going to stay consistent? And that's, no one has the answer for that is what makes it so challenging. Travis does not have the answer for that. If you have to work through it for another year. Okay. But is this what Travis Sandheim is? That's what we don't know right now.
1: Exactly. And I think the overwhelming positive is that they've had a number of their young players actually show that they are, I think, a part of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be really, really troubling if some of their young players that they've kind of touted as answers were not looking like answers. Correct. That's when I would be like, wow, they have a they got real a problem, problem yeah. because even their young players are not answering the bell. And that tells you this thing could take way longer. But the fact that Owen Tippett is looking uh, like he should be here, Joel Farabee looks like he's going to be fine, in my opinion, after a long, a good offseason where he can gain strength. Kim mm-hmm. um, York's looking like he's a part yeah. on the back end. And of course, Morgan Frost, Noah Cates. I mean, I think the Flyers have better. I've said it a long time. I think they have better ingredients than what they get credit for.
0: Agreed. And I think um, Torts is excited when he talks about that roster he's never going to say that and he's always going to pump the brakes that this is going to take a long time because that's his job he can't get excited he never will yeah but when I thought the past couple of press conferences when he got asked about thinking about Sean Katurian and Kim Atkinson back in the lineup and then you write out and you like what you see I think when you add those ingredients he does like what he sees but he's just, he's never going to admit that.
1: Yep. Spot on. And he's probably also thinking, yeah, about getting healthier too. They can get some healthy veterans back and you kind of piece them around some young players that are hopefully getting better in the Flyers eyes. Uh, Yeah. Maybe it goes a little quicker than people think, but he's very much going to be realistic about how long this can take. And it could, it could take a while. I mean, this is going to be the third consecutive year of no playoffs and, I think everyone understands it could be for mm-hmm. next year, but as long as they're taking strides and seeing young players grow and providing opportunity, um, but Tortorello is a guy that sometimes expedites. I think rebuilds. He he gets a lot out of less, and um, probably doesn't get enough credit for developing mm-hmm. young players.
0: Yeah, and even even if you look at these past this past month, I mean they're right in it. With playoff teams, it's a game. Even yesterday's game, where it didn't look like they were going to make it a game in the third period, they always do. So you can't help but think, okay, well, what if they had three more pieces on the ice, and those three pieces are Cam Axon, Sean Kateria, and Tyson Forster, from what we've seen? Just think if you add that, what this could look like. I think it's going to look totally different.
1: Yeah, it's so funny you mentioned Forster because I think he really excited John Tortorella. Oh my
0: gosh, all of us. Yeah, and you you catch yourself like pumping the brakes, like my gosh, (laughs) he only played a couple games, chill out, but. (laughs) From what you saw, you're like, yeah, I want more of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When you're thinking future, like we're constantly tasked with thinking future. So when you see a kid like that come up and really open your eyes, it's hard not to say, hey, wow, maybe this could work. Yeah, this could work. (laughs) This could be a piece uh, to the Flyers eventually winning hockey games again, which I think everyone's trying to think of them doing again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fans, I think, are, are just desperate for that again. So six games left. This road trip will continue. Uh, Ashlyn will have all the coverage on pre and post game live on NBC sports, Philadelphia and NBC sports, Philadelphia. Plus Ashlyn, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you enjoy your day. A big thank you to Ben Barry, our podcast producer and guru and Flyers fans. Of course, as always, thank you so much for listening to the latest Flyers talk podcast presented by great railing, wherever you get your podcast, please rate and listen. And we can't wait to talk to you next time.